Welcome to another edition of Mr. Nice Guy. I'm Ben Slowey, and today on the show, I'm very fortunate to have them because uh, they've been touring like crazy, and it's good to have them finally here. Uh, I've got the bluegrass duo, Nickel and Rose. Um, their new song, Another Man, right? Yeah. Uh, just came out, uh, streaming everywhere. And then uh, your EP, Americana, uh, from last year, is also out as well. And uh, we're excited to talk about uh, their artistry and why they do what they do. So, Johanna and Carl, welcome to the show. Yeah, happy to Thanks be here. Thanks for having us. You're welcome. How are your days going? Good. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> and what have you guys been up to? Uh, we rearranged furniture all morning. Yeah, very nice. Just trying to be domestic, it's like three days at a time. You know? <laughs> yeah. Um, <clears throat> You, you're living with uh, Shanti, right? Yes, mm -hmm. that is our roommate. Awesome. Shanti shout of Sister Strange. Shout out Shanti. <laughs> we shout Strings. out Shanti, then we also have to shout out Monique. Yes, and Monique as well. <laughs> because yeah. we love, we love you, Monique. They're very lovely. Um, <laughs> yeah, they were here a couple weeks ago. Made a great time. Um, yeah, I'm sad they don't live over two doors down anymore. Mm. Which I always saw you guys at, <laughs> pretty much. But um, yeah, so uh, you were just on tour this past week, right? Is that what we're doing? Yeah, it's hard to remember. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I guess so. Yeah. Sure. Where would you go this time? Um, it's just a short regional run. We did uh, Eau Claire, Minneapolis, Stoughton. Yeah. So just a sure long weekend. Gotcha. Different areas of the state and everything like that, kind of. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, Minnesota. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Minnesota. 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 I like Minnesota. <laughs> that has a nice ring to it. <laughs> Flip that around. Yeah. <laughs> What'd you call it? Wisconsin. Wisconsin. <laughs> <laughs> we'll uh, vote on that one. Uh, take your take your pick in the comments. Um, sure. Cool. Um, so uh, what we talked about on Mr. Nice Guy, we talk uh, love and fear. There are passionate and creative minds, and uh, in order to do so, um, we'll have to uh, dig into you know your your backgrounds as musicians and whatnot, and like I guess like how the music has evolved over the years. Uh, first time I saw Nickel and Rose was at High Dive. It was I think in April, I want to say, and the Nunnery was performing I think too. Oh yeah. The nunnery is awesome. Shout out the nunnery. Yeah, she is. Nunnery. She put out a new video today. Did she? Really good. Oh, yeah. Cool. Lots of dancing. Oh, sweet. Oh, very cool. Yeah. And then I saw her again uh, during the... Um, Center Street Days? It wasn't Center Street Days. It was at the beginning of the summer at Company. It was during the underwear bike ride. Oh, nice. With Dad. Mm. Yeah. That was, a, that was a fun night, too. But yeah, uh, I love the music she puts out. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, and that was the first time uh, we talked uh, for Breaking and Entering, um, and I was enamored. Uh, your shows are really fun. Um, they're danceable, but they're also very passionate and very, um, you know, just a really uh, overall great time. Uh, so, I guess to start, um, 
Uh, yeah, I'd love to hear a little bit about your own personal experience with um, playing music and how it became sort of like a, a creative outlet for yourselves. So, Johanna, we'll start with you. Um, yeah, I'd love to hear about music in your life and everything. Um, okay. I started playing upright bass when I was nine and played through orchestra until when I was 18 and got out of high school. I started playing with some bands and moved to Portland, played with bands up there, moved back here, played with more bands. Mm -hmm. Just been playing with bands, really. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, <laughs> Lots of different kinds of music. Yeah. Yeah. What kind of different styles were you playing over the years? Um, I ended up always playing a lot of folk because of my instrument, and then started playing bluegrass, more traditionally, traditional bluegrass. Um, when I moved back to Milwaukee around five years ago, um, and also started kind of a art punk band called New Boys Club. Oh, cool. And then uh, we started doing this thing, and I don't think we knew we were going to be like a folk bluegrass duo, but that's what happened. Mm. <laughs> How'd you like Portland? It's good. Um, yeah, it was a really fun place. I met some really great people that I love in this. Yeah. Oh. yeah. I've only been, a, I've been in Portland once, but I was 10. I need uh, to go back. It's quite different, I imagine. Yeah, probably. It's, uh, grown quite a bit even since I last lived there. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Um, Carl, how about you? Uh, I started playing guitar at like 12, and then just kept playing until, until it didn't make people angry to hear me play anymore. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, I played in a lot of bands. I think when I was like 17, I started just gigging all the time around Milwaukee. Playing in every band that I could, like ten bands at a time. I did that for like maybe five years. Then I started moving around, just looking for new places to play music. But I just enjoyed not playing music, so every time I would move, I'd just be like, I think I'll just do nothing for a little while. Mm -hmm. So I still struggle with that. My love of music versus nothing. They're <laughs> yeah. both so powerful. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I was playing mostly electric guitar when Ohana and I met, and then, uh, yeah, then we got to traveling and liked the sound of the acoustic thing, and it's been mostly doing that for the past three years now. Sure. And you started singing. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> so that wasn't a thing at first? No, so. I was just a guitar player. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, did you, uh, like... Um, what did it take for you to like start finding your voice? Uh, whiskey, I think. <laughs> if I recall. Speak for yourself. <laughs> That's the first time I heard it. <laughs> well, I would sing like back up in other bands and I would sing for my own like home recording things. Uh, as far as like being the lead, co-lead singer in a band, it was a... Uh, it was just another thing. I just like music, so I'm always trying different things. It was just another thing to try and, and yeah, just practice. A lot of practice. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, I'm finding, like, I actually really like to sing, but I'm not 
good at singing. Like, I never took any, I never had any education with singing or anything. So, like, a lot we of times. We don't either. We're terrible singers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We do it wrong. We do it wrong. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes there's a, a beauty in doing it wrong. I don't know. I do it, I sing in the shower a lot. You know? It's a good place to sing. It is. Yeah. For right. sure. Very, it's, it's very intimate. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't start singing or writing songs until I moved back to Milwaukee from Portland. That's mm-hmm. when I first really started. So you both grew up here? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Oh. Um, so yeah, how'd you all meet? Playing music. Yeah, naturally. <laughs> yeah, we just would see each other all the time. Because, I mean, I guess the Milwaukee music community is pretty small. You meet everybody within a matter of months. Or I guess it took like actually like ten years. <laughs> <laughs> right. When you start going out to to bars and shows and stuff, it gets really easy to meet yeah. people for sure. Our yeah. bands kept being on the same festival lineups mm-hmm. that one summer. Yeah. And uh, so that's kind of how we. Yeah. Hey, we should play music together. Yeah, which is like how every drunken conversation goes with a musician. But we we actually did it. Yeah. It was like two years later. We actually. Ended up playing music together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure. And you also play uh, upright bass in Ruth Bader Ginsburg. I do. Yes. Word on the street is y'all are uh, recording. We are. We're in the studio tonight. Actually. That's very exciting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Been trying to. I've been talking to Steph all week, trying to get them on the show too. But it's hard to coordinate with so many yeah. <laughs> members. It is. Yeah. Well, I got one of them here today, but. Uh, She's talking her own thing. <laughs> yeah, Quinn was here uh, a couple weeks ago. Yeah, we talked nice. about socialism most of it, mostly. Sounds about. Sounds like Quinn. Sounds <laughs> really. like Quinn. Yeah, but she's she's. Shout out to Quinn. Shout out to Quinn. Yes, <laughs> love Quinn. Um, sure. So, um, yeah. Uh, so when, and so you, Nickel and Rose has toured like uh, a lot. Uh, you you guys did. You were touring like uh, overseas, like pretty early on, right? Yeah, we kind of started um, this project by touring Europe mm-hmm. because I think we wanted that space to just see what happened and what came of this away from like where everyone knew us or maybe expectations mm-hmm. or something like that. Mm-hmm. Seem right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, did you retrospectively, like, uh, it was the right move to start with start with touring? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I mean, it was like four months of just playing all the time, so we built, like, a repertoire pretty quickly and kind of figured out uh, what our sound was going to be, and then we got to come home without all the messiness of, like, you know, two years of bad Milwaukee shows, which is usually how the band was done. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's valid. Yeah. What like, are you talking about? There's no such thing as a bad Milwaukee show. <laughs> <laughs> well, Monday nights at uh, Cactus Club, for example, you know, it's really, it's really, really quiet. And I get, I get upset that, are like, Are they no, open Mondays? Yeah. Oh. That's actually where I, usually when I go to Cactus, I cover the Monday night shows, but, um, but yeah, like shout out to Cactus Club. Shout out to Cactus Club, Kelsey, you're amazing. Um, but um, yeah, so and then uh, I remember when we were talking, um, 
for breaking and entering, I remember uh, you had like a really, um, uh, you had quite a base incident when you were out there, right? Yeah, that was uh, our second time touring, or third? It was the second one in Europe. Yeah. Um, we took an 11-hour train, right? Was this the train where your bed got stolen? Yes. Was that after we broke the base or before? That was after. Okay. Yes. Ukrainian trains oh, yeah. um, take a long time. They don't move very fast always. Yeah. Yeah, it depends on the train. But this train was from Poland to Ukraine. Oh, that's probably why it was so long. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. so yeah. it's a long distance. Sure. And we were really exhausted and we were dragging the base. Oh, we got that wheel contraption. So we were mm -hmm. wheeling the base through Lviv and we finally found where we were, we were going to stay. and. Um, the wheel thing, sometimes it would just kind of stand up right, and it, we thought it was like more stable than it was. We turned our backs and just like smack the base, just it broke, and the head popped off the top. And uh, so we spent the whole night trying to find someone who could fix it because we mm -hmm. only had what 48 hours in Lviv. Yeah. And uh, we met some really nice. Uh, classical players. Do you remember that? Yeah, I do. We met these, uh, we just like were like desperate and we asked these um, violinists. Uh, we just got here and we broke our upright bass. Yeah, we, we had been in, in Lviv the year before and the only people we knew in Lviv were at this hotel that we played. So we went there to ask them for help. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy who booked us was like gone and the people there didn't they couldn't help us. So we were just walking out, or maybe we were eating. Anyway, we were walking out of some place, and then we just see a guy carrying an upright base. We are like, he probably knows where we oh, should right. go. <laughs> nice. So then he led us to this warehouse on yeah. the sixth floor. It's a really weird, very old studio um, to this base. And it was kind of, it was like a Frankenstein base. Mm. I swear it had like doorknobs for tuning pegs. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow, like an old classical kind of thing, yeah. And what flag did it have on the back of it? Was it the Czech, a Czech Republic flag on the back of it? Mm, I don't know, it was something weird. Yeah, um, and it was gigantic, <laughs> and its case was a burlap sack. And we were yes. like, okay, we don't, we can't do this face. This isn't gonna work. And um, our dear friend, um, Sasha. Sasha Boo. Sasha out. Um, he gave us the number. Um, what was his name? Gordy. Gordy. He's amazing. And he makes um, hurdy gurdies. Mm -hmm. And he was like, well, I've never fixed a bass, but I think I can do it. And he did. He um, glued it back together. Mm -hmm. We're usually supposed to let those things sit for a couple days, but. Uh, we only had about four hours, so we ended up tying it from the roof of the train, this other 11-hour train that we had to take, and uh, <laughs> it just kind of hung in the air and was able to dry more on mm. the train, and then a drunk guy stole Carl's bed. Yeah. Drunk guy stole your bed? Yeah. yeah. Bummer. Drunk guy stole my bed, yeah. 
what did he just like decide stumble over and decide he's gonna take it or what? <laughs> yeah I mean it's a long story but the short version of it is it was like a sleeper car so my bunk was on the bottom and his was on top <laughs> and he's very drunk and in the middle of the night like the train kind of went over a little bump and he comes flying out of his bed oh, <laughs> wow <laughs> And then he tried to climb back up to his bunk, but he was too drunk, so he just sat next to me. <laughs> and I thought he just needed like some time, so I like got up for a second to like let him collect himself, and I came back and he was sleeping in my bed. <laughs> oh wow! Damn. Yeah. <laughs> we shared a bed like the size of a park bench. Oh yikes! A good eight hours. Yeah. That's um, <laughs> tour life with Nicolander. Oh wow! In a nutshell. But the base got fixed and we made it to wherever we were going. Yeah, where things got even more weird, but we'll save that for another day. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that was a weird tour. I guess that's, uh, that's kind of the, the fun part is all the mishaps in, in the mix, I guess. Yeah, that's <laughs> um, why we did it. Yeah, what, uh, in Europe, uh, what were some of your favorites? Uh, countries or places you visited or have been to? I think Ukraine is up there. Oh, I love Ukraine. Yeah. Um, Shout out Ukraine. Shout out to Ukraine. <laughs> really love what you're doing. Um, yeah, and Poland. Was, yeah, Poland Eastern was Europe nice. was just really something else. Um, I'd never, um, well, I'd never really been to Europe except for France. Before we did our first tour, so everything was very new and exciting. Um, awesome. Yeah. Sure. How would you um, say like touring uh, out there, um, or even just touring like in other parts of the country in general? Like, how would you take that and apply it to uh, playing back home, like in Milwaukee? There's a couple of things. Like, actually, just. Today, last night, we had a band from Nashville staying at our place, and one thing that has been a huge thing in touring in general is where you stay and like how your night goes after. So I don't know if that relates, but whenever we can, we like to you know pay forward things that we've been afforded on the road, and whenever we can afford it, which is rarely, but we like to try to go to shows and buy merch and stuff. I think that's the kind of support. Like even if you go, if we have a show where there's like five people there and two of them like buy shirts or something, then that like really saves saves our like lives. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we try so, to support support bands because buy merch of touring artists. Yes. Yeah. That is what we've learned. Yeah, for sure. That's that's a good. That, that, if we can put a band up, like for a night. That's a big money saver too. Totally. Yeah, because yeah, in a way it's like that shared struggle sort of thing. Where it's like if you were on tour, you'd want other bands to support you doing the same thing. So it's like kind of like a, it's like a courtesy thing where it's like you know we support you because we get it kind of thing. Also, throwing bands dollars for gas money that's important too. I love the public house for the work they do there, especially. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Fred does a great job. Shout out to Fred. Shout out to Fred. <laughs> um, <laughs> I always feel bad though because every time I go to the public house and Fred asks me to for 
uh, money donation. I never carry cash. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know. It's okay. Someday there will be no cash. Someday we will be operating on a cashless basis. You'll just blink. I can already buy things with my face. Exactly. <laughs> right. <Yeah>. Exactly. <laughs> what you need is your face. Yeah. Yeah. I guess also we, uh, having a connection with the audience is something, especially touring in like countries where people don't speak English, typically, generally. Trying to find a way to connect with people, either through the music or if you're in a place where people are kind of hesitant of the style of music you play and you can find a rapport like with stage banter. Mm -hmm. That's a big thing that we try to do in Milwaukee and make people, yeah, try to help people have a good time. Because, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it's, it's fun for us to be on stage and then when you get off and it's all in shambles, but we enjoy <laughs> that 45 minutes or whatever we can get. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. What are, uh, do you have like any personal favorite spots in Milwaukee you like playing? Um, Cactus yeah, Club, we Cactus did our last Club. tour send-up That show. was really yeah, fun. Really mm -hmm. I love Company Brewing. I love High Dive. Anodyne. Anodyne, Anodyne for yeah. sure. Back room is really, it's not really, I like it all. It's yeah. all fun. It's all fun yeah. in its own way. So yeah. yeah. And Milwaukee's too small for us to tell you which ones we don't like. Right, right. Because <laughs> <laughs> then they're going to see this and they're going to know. <laughs> yeah. Um, have you played like uh, have you played Circle A before? Yeah. Yeah, that's fun. That's a great. I still have not been to a show at Circle mm -hmm. A, but I'm very curious to see how just how they do it, especially with like full like four or five. Is that Long Mama playing there? I think so. Is that next week or is that this month? I would just say Facebook will remind me when it's getting um, Shout out to Cat Watkey though, because she does she's awesome. So, I would love to talk about your new music. Um, so, uh, the song, Another Man, it's a really, really great song. I remember you played it uh, the night I saw you, and then I'm like, oh, this song that I heard that night just came out, and we can listen to it now. So, tell us about that song. Um, I guess it has a, I guess maybe the last year of this band, year and a half, explored the United States more, and seen a lot of things and some stuff and it's made us a little bit more and everything that's been happening in this country it's made us uh, kind of feel like we have to say something when we have people listening to us especially the places that we get to play there's kind of people who are listening to us who probably normally we would never have a conversation with so our job is to make that conversation one-sided and yell it at them from the stage. Yeah, <laughs> I can't right. Respond. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, but, uh, I mean, that song is kind of, like, the inspiration is just constant. Anytime you watch the news, you know, that kind of stuff comes up, so. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it just felt like, like anything that happens in your life, eventually, you can make a song out of it, and it was just the time for that song to be written by me. That's <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, for sure. Yeah, um, yeah. I guess like, uh, is it uh, is it kind of pointing to a larger project you guys are working on? Um, it is going to be on our upcoming first full-length album. Very yeah. nice. 
Oh. Which we're not sure when it's, com it's coming out yet. Sure. We're working on it. Yeah. We've recorded yeah. most of it. Mixing some stuff. So. Mm -hmm. yeah. How do you think it's um, like departures it's taking, or I guess from Americana, or um, I guess like uh, different things that you guys are trying on it, stuff like that? Yeah. Americana was uh, a more traditional folk Americana sound, mm -hmm. the of EP, and which is very different from like a Nick and Rose show, I think. So this album is more like how we sound live and I think people in Milwaukee will be familiar with a lot of it, but we're hoping it'll be like our introduction to a broader audience who doesn't know the different sides of Nickel and Rose. Mm -hmm. Sure, yeah, that makes sense. Um, did y'all uh, listen to Bluegrass growing up? Yeah. I would say so. I grew up listening to, I wouldn't say like strictly bluegrass, but definitely some bluegrass in there and a lot of folk, um, a lot of like music informed by bluegrass and folk. Yeah, sure. yeah I didn't, <clears throat> I think when I was like 15 or 16, I saw an episode of King of the Hill called The Bluegrass is Greener, I think. Shout out Hank Hill. <laughs> Shout out to the King of the Hill. <laughs> and it's an episode where they start a bluegrass band. And then pretty much like right after that, I went and bought a mandolin, like a $60 mandolin, and a couple of Bill Monroe records. And then I started playing banjo and stuff. And then I kind of just got away from that for a while, because I've always just been dabbling. And then I yeah got back into it when I met Johanna and been doing G runs ever since. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, I I never like I never really gave it a chance. I guess like growing up until like I think it was definitely like seeing it more live that made me want to explore it more. Um, as is the case for like a lot of different kinds of music I feel at least me personally like sometimes it takes seeing it like live being at a show of that nature to like decide hey like this is pretty cool I want to like get into this more um, which is kind of a cool thing you can take away from any live shows it's how I started getting into a lot more like hardcore music too like punk and metal I never really listened to too much either until I'm like wow these shows are fucking awesome so um, now I've found I really really enjoy bluegrass music. So yeah, so more hot right now. Yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I like to joke and tell people that I don't like bluegrass, but it's not true. I love bluegrass, and the people who love bluegrass, please continue giving us your bluegrass dollars. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> but that's kind of. A typical of Nickel and Rose is to we try things and we enjoy the music, but we kind of get bored quickly. Mm -hmm. And then we, I think that's helped our sound be a little bit more diverse as our short attention spans. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think that's a, a lot of people our generation have very short attention spans these days. Mm -hmm. That's why albums are getting shorter and shorter. 
people are dropping songs. They'll sing to songs, not albums as much, but I try to stick to albums. Mm. Albums are great. Yeah, I really need context. Like, I can't decide if I like an artist based off one song. You know? Yeah. Gotta, gotta get an idea of who they are. Mm hmm. You gotta get yeah. mm -hmm. the whole LP. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes, indeed. Um, do you, yeah, what are your plans for uh, the next couple months, the rest of the year? Um, we're gonna try to get that album out. Yeah, we're gonna work on that. We have some little tours, but yeah, just trying to get this album. Mm -hmm. Just trying to get our shit together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that we can do it all. Do you think that, like, there's a good, like, uh, presence for the kind of music that Nick and Rose plays? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. I also think so. I mean, we kind of sit somewhere in the middle of a lot of things. Like, there's the. Like bluegrass, bluegrass band, then there's the singer-songwriter folk stuff, and then there's the kind of, I don't know, we play kind of weird stuff. We play with the weird bands too sometimes. The weird bands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, love them. But, uh, yeah, we're, we're, I think we're pulling from a lot of different groups, but we don't really fit exactly anywhere, but I think that's a a lot of Milwaukee bands don't really fit in one space, so mm -hmm. it works out here. Yeah, that's a good thing. Mm -hmm. Doesn't uh, put you in a box, that's for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, um, yeah, is Ernie still playing with y'all? Yes. Shout out to Ernie. Shout out to Ernie. We put Ernie in a box when he's not playing with us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so unnecessary. <laughs> Yeah, we should probably let him out. We don't have to do that. Irony is <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's a terrific player. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're really lucky to play with him. Yeah, he's been a big influence on our sound, I think. He's probably the reason why we went in like a bluegrass direction for the mm -hmm. last like year and a half. Sure. It's all his fault. Yeah. It's all it's <laughs> damn kid. It's all <laughs> your fault. <laughs> um, sure. Uh, is this your only project, Carl, that you're playing? Yeah. Well, you have your solo project. Yeah, I have a solo project, mm -hmm. but uh, yeah, I guess I used to play in a lot of bands. Like when we first started this, I, I was still in like five or six bands. Yeah. But then I, one day I woke up and I was like, "Where did all the bands go?" Yeah. <laughs> I still play with these kids. Yeah, Painted Caves will play every once in a while, and shout out to Painted Caves. Shout out to Painted Caves. Alley. Yeah, this is pretty much my only main gig right now. Sure. Um, it takes over your life. It's Nicola Rose. Yeah. Yeah, I think I've tried like giving my time to other bands, but then I'm like, okay, I'm available Monday in October and Tuesday in December. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Make like, that work. Yeah. Hopefully, we can get together. You know, maybe another time this year. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, so, and you play. It's. This and Truth Bader, right? Yes. Sure. I guess, like, uh, what do you feel like, uh, I guess, like, musically, what does Ruth Bader, like, uh, allow you to do more of, I guess, like, with your own personal, like, I guess, 
musical dimensions? Like, what do you like about the project? Um, well, I just, we've been a band for a long time. Like four, five years maybe. Mm. Something like that. Um, and so we're all really good friends, and I just love singing with a big group of people. Mm -hmm. So that's real nice. I'm sorry I can't be a big group of people. It's okay. <laughs> um, Actually, I like. I also like singing up in a big group of people. Yeah. So that's good too. Good. Yeah, that's the both. Yes, of exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Saw y'all at Vampest for the first time. Mm. I was. I feel like that was like the place to see you to see Ruth Bader. That was a yeah. That was a big one. Yeah. Yeah. Katie's a really good coworker. Mm -hmm. Shout out to Katie. Shout out to Katie. Well, I think we uh, covered some good ground today. Um, so we'll close out. Um, Johanna, what keeps you up at night? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Twin Peaks. Oh, good. love good. Twin Peaks. <laughs> yes, that, is, that's, that was a great answer. Yeah. Um, yeah, I watched it for the, like, I'd never seen it before until earlier this year, but it fucking blew me away. I, I actually like the second season more than the first one. It's, yeah, it's a good show. Yeah, it's, I love David Lynch in general. Mm -hmm. yeah. What uh, keeps you at night, up at night, Carl? Nothing. You go to sleep fine. Yeah, sleep like a baby. Except, <laughs> unless when a drunk guy steals your bed, of course. Yeah. That, oh, yeah. yeah. That, that I guess that would do it. Yeah, also Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks as well. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. Yeah, and then like gunshots and babies out past that curfew. Um, <laughs> that's real. Those babies with guns. Those damn babies with guns. Uh, what uh, puts you to sleep? What puts you to sleep? What puts me to sleep? Mm -hmm. Probably the sound of my voice. Yeah. Trying to have a conversation. I think that's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What puts you to sleep, Carl? Pretty much any like place where I can sit. <laughs> so you're the type that I can Sitting fall asleep down. just sort of like spontaneously. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm glad you didn't fall asleep during this episode. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you guys for being on the show. Oh yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, of yeah, course. Thank you for your time. Sure to check out Nickel and Rose streaming on all platforms. Um, do you have any Milwaukee shows coming up soon? Uh, yeah, there's a lot of stuff in the works, but We'll be at the Jazz Estate with Barbaro. Oh, yeah. oh cool. That's yeah. going to be really good. That'll be awesome. December 8th. Sounds right. Come here. Is it 8th or 18th? It's going to be the 8th. Okay. I'll fact check. Be, as long as it's on Facebook. But, yeah. Just let me know. <laughs> Just let me know. Yeah. Well, uh, thank you for watching. Mr. Nice Guy, listen to Bluegrass Music, and we'll see you next time.